Hello, family. Welcome to Toast to Love. I am Isaac McJimsey. And I am Jackie McJimsey. And we're back for the second half of our first season. Uh, we took a little break, but now we're, we're back and uh, we got some great episodes coming up. Today we're dealing with unforgiveness and resentment and hopefully moving towards healing. Uh, unforgiveness can be, it can be nasty, it can be ugly. We've all experienced some level of unforgiveness in our lives. And so we just want to uh, talk about that today and, and what that looks like. Um, you know, family, we, we see a lot of uh, clients, we see a lot of uh, couples coming into our, into our practice. And one of the first things uh, we try to evaluate is their level of forgiveness. What level of are they forgiving each other? And so it's, it's just so important to, to walk through forgiveness. Um, there are so many tools we can give them. You know, we do what love and respect. We do five love languages. All of those, I mean, we, you know, we do conflict management. All are excellent tools. But none of these tools will be effective unless, right. unless you're able to to forgive. Right. Um, forgiveness unlocks everything. And so this first part of, of this session, we want to talk about unforgiveness and particularly individual, just you working on the habit of forgiveness. We believe it's a habit. So Jackie's going to walk us through a definition of what we feel unforgiveness is. And, and we'll, we'll talk about that for a little bit and uh, work through that to resentment and then hopefully give some tips for healing. So what is unforgiveness? Um, I'm going to read you what, we, what we've looked at. Is unforgiveness is a state of emotional and mental distress that results from a delayed response in forgiving an offender. It is characterized by indignation, bitterness, and demand for punishment or restitution. Unforgiveness creates a domino effect that negatively impacts every part of us, including our emotions, thoughts, behaviors, body, spirit, and relationships. Yeah, unforgiveness is, you know, I've heard many definitions, spiritual definitions. I think the most famous one was uh, the person who offended you. Unforgiveness is like wanting that person to take poison, but you taking it yourself. And that's a great analogy. We want to take it in a slightly different manner. We feel like unforgiveness is a prison. Talk yeah. about that a little bit. We feel like it's a, it's a prison. What that is, is that the prison is the penalty that you want your mate to pay for what they've done to offend you. Um, you can't break, you know, when you think about it, when you go into a prison, you're locked up, you can't break free, you're stuck, you're, you're, you're um, constantly thinking about what you did that ended you in the spot. And it continuously plays over in your mind. Right, that's that right. And it can kind of, it drives you crazy. You know, that's, it, it can lead to insanity. You have to understand that you got, not only you're in that prison, you're trying to put your mate in a prison, but in putting your mate in that prison, you put you and your family and the people who know you and surround you in the same prison. Hey, one of the techniques we use um, with the person who's been offended, we always ask them the question, and you can do this, play this, uh, not play this, but do this with yourself. What penalty could you require of the person who hurt you? 
And when I ask that, I always ask that to the person offended, like, hey, do you want me to shoot this guy or, or lady? Do you want me to slap him? What penalty was going to make you feel better? You would take their blood, yeah, you know, beat them up. <laughs> and invariably, there is no penalty because you love the person, you care about them so much. And so they have this aha moment. There is no penalty. And so this is the little dirty little trick we play with unforgiveness. We put both ourselves in the prison. That's right. And that's the penalty. The penalty is I won't let it go. I won't release you, but I also won't release myself. I think we've noticed in our practice with talking to people that unforgiveness is there normally is an offense or something that's led to a situation that's got you and your mate on a bad spot, in a bad place, don't know what to do next. The crazy thing about it is you never we don't we don't normally see them then. It's normally once resentment has okay, set, in, set in and once resentment has set in and they, I just can't stand the way you look, smell. I don't like the words coming out of your mouth. Nothing you can do can make me feel better. When that happens, a lot of times that's when people say, you know what, we might need to get some help. But what when it needs to happen is when the offense happens. When you do something to offend your mate or you, you've got something that you need to be forgiven for, <clears throat> that's when you need to come and, and seek some professional or outside help to get help with handling that situation before resentment sets in. So we believe forgiveness is a habit that we become. We become forgiveness, uh, just like love. God is love. Um, and so it's not only do we get the benefits of his love, he, he is the essence of love. Mm -hmm. Same way with forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We become forgiveness. It becomes a, a, a way of, of being. But it's a it's a habit that you have to practice regularly. And many of us and, and I'll say this, we get out of practice. Oh, yeah. And so it leads to, as, as Jackie was saying, resentment, a prolonged period of time where you don't forgive whether it's your spouse, whether it's your parent, whether it's your child, whether it's a sibling, a prolonged time where you don't release it, we develop what we call resentment. And in resentment, there, Jackie explained, you get bitter, you get hard, you know, you've taken the poison and now it's taking effect. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you you keep retelling the same story. And something that comes up, and I want Jackie to talk about this, is with a couple that is experiencing unforgiveness, they play this game called tit for tat. <laughs> and a tit for tat, what are you doing in tit for tat? Well, you didn't, you didn't cook dinner, so I'm not going to take out the trash. Um, that back and forth banter that you do with each other, it's not healthy. It's not, I mean, it's good to banter back and forth from time to time if you're playing or, right. you know, there is a place for banter in your relationship. But the tip for tap, I'm doing something to just try to get back at you and I, I want I want to hurt you. Because what happens before you get to resentment and unforgiveness is that you build up this wall. That's right. And once this wall is up, then when you begin to banter, it's not that love and play banter. It's that I want to get back at you. I'm not happy with you. You done made me mad. And now I'm going to do what I need to do. Every time you say something, it's like, why we, every time you say something, you go back to this argument of what you did to make that person mad. It's like, well, I thought you said you forgave me for it. Well, you thought they forgave you and they may not know how to forgive you. 
Right. So that and, and resentment will set in. And then resentment just leads to so many other. I mean, when you start to being bitter, when you start being hateful, um, you're not showing the, contempt. You're not the only one that's affected because then you begin to create an environment of unforgiveness. And the environment of unforgiveness can lead to a whole nother set of you talking about your children, the way your children act, the way they begin to handle things. It fundamentally changes you as a person when you do not forgive. I want to throw this in um, betrayal and and offenses is is what can lead to a person needing forgiveness and not getting it. Uh, I want to just throw this in about betrayal. We didn't have we didn't have this on our notes. <laughs> Betrayal is when you choose something else over your spouse. And betrayal can be infidelity. Betrayal can be um, basketball, soccer. Betrayal can be watching TV over your spouse. Anything that you put over your spouse besides God, um, that's a betrayal. And so, you know, let's dig deep into this thing called unforgiveness. We all have been offended, hurt, betrayed. Yeah. It could be an unkind word. It could be, um, I was supposed to cook dinner. I didn't cook dinner. It could be, hey, I forgot to take out the trash. It could be as harsh as saying unkind words. It could be having a full-blown argument where you're blaming. It could be infidelity. It could be there are several things that, that can cause us to be offended or hurt. And when those things happen, we have to quickly dive in there and make sure that we re resolve those issues because once resentment sets up in the heart, that's a hard wall to tear yeah, down. It is, it it's is. a hard wall to tear down. And and, and many couples, uh, we're seeing the effects of resentment um, is, is that they take on a whole different life than what mm -hmm. they imagined. They're doing di things differently. They're sleeping in other beds. They're having dinner apart. They're they're putting up a front that things are, are good, but hey, um, they're developing relationships with other people other that they people. feel like they can trust, and it's gonna it's tearing up your relationship. And you know it, what's sad about that is that you don't even realize you're thinking I'm talking to someone that is gonna help me through a situation. They've given me good advice before. But when that person is of the opposite sex and they begin to console you, oh, I'm right. so sorry to hear that's that. Right. You know, I, I hate that had to happen to you. That's my husband. I'm his wife. He that's doesn't right. want anybody else consoling me over a situation that we're having. That's right. Together. That's something that we need to do. But when you find that happening, then what tends to happen is you're causing a rift and you're increasing the, the unforgiveness. It's just going to grow into something that didn't have to. We, we, and we encourage at this point, we want to put in this plug. Yeah. Uh, Toast to Love is part of Marriage Uncut. Marriage Uncut is our counseling and coaching business. We counsel and coach couples. We help them walk through forgiveness. We help them get the tools they need to have a flourishing relationship. So at the end of the day, we want relationships flourishing. Our partners are Tanya and Kat Garrett, 
and they just celebrated uh, 15, years. 15 years. And so we just want to put that plug in. One of the things they truly believe and we believe as well is couples. Helping couples. That's that's the whole thing. And so if you're walking through a tough patch, you know, find a good godly couple that you can trust that can walk you through unforgiveness. Or, hey, come see us at marriageuncut.com. Just wanted to put that plug in. Um, Jackie, you know, at this point, we talked about what unforgiveness is. We looked at resentment and we feel so important about uh, this topic is that we're going to do a two-parter, but we're transitioning to how does unforgiveness affect you as an individual? How does it, how does it affect you? Well, you know, it's a lot of things it can do. Unforgiveness can cause you to go bur angry, burst of anger. It's like, why are you so mad? I just ask you, what were you looking at? You may be on your husband may be on the computer working, and you go, "Hey, what you what you looking at?" Because it looks like he's a ten. I'm just, you know, hey, what you looking at? Why you all looking at? Like, what is wrong with you? Those are bursts of oh, anger, right. and your spouse may not even recognize that right. they're having those bursts of anger. Let me say this too: when we're talking about unforgiveness, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are uh, have uh, something going on with your mate that you need to forgive. It could be something that happened to you and your childhood, childhood. that good. could That's be good. making you angry That's right. and frustrated, and you don't even realize it, but you're projecting that anger in your relationship, which causes other problems. We are going to do a, um, as soon as COVID kind of breaks out, we are going to do a, a conference or a session, couple sessions, or intensives, on, intensives with some people, um, and we'll get you more information on how uh, on unforgiveness. How can you help to get rid of the unforgiveness that's in your heart? Before you go any forward. before you go any further, I just want to piggyback on that. Um, for example, if you have unforgiveness for a parent or for yeah. a sibling, you can bring that into your marriage. Mm -hmm. And then now you can become triggered because that person may unknowingly do, do something that reminds you yeah. of that parent or that sibling or whatever. And it, and now you got you like, I'm all right. I'm okay. And obviously you're not. So the first session or the first part of this series, we wanted to be able to talk about how do you forgive yourself, oh, yeah. how you walk through that. But we, we want to give some more signs of, you know, what happens to the body? What happens to you personally okay. when you refuse to forgive? A longer burst of anger, randomly getting upset, you can be physically sick. Um, some of the things, depression, high blood pressure, um, Anxiety that you're carrying a lot of anxiety when those when you start to notice you might need to get just we need to do some forgiveness what we call forgiveness therapy if you are if you're having serious problems and it's unexplained I didn't, I've never had high blood pressure I've never had anxiety right I've never had some of these things mm -hmm. going on what's wrong with me so another thing that can happen you keeping a list of offenses hey did you just you, you did it again. Did you did you leave the toilet sit up on a toilet? Did you, you you forgot to wash the dishes? You're not you're not taking out the trash. You're not you're not cutting the grass. I mean, right. it's like oh wow, I, I just came in and said hello. How you doing today? Right. What's the attacks for? Right, running those tallies. I think is yeah. so so unhealthy because at the end of the day, I mean, if you're keeping a list, who can live up to? 
to the list. And, and some of those things could be trivial. Yeah. And then some of those things could be really significant. And so um, not only you're keeping a tally in your relationship, but you're keeping that tally in, in your, your heart. heart. Yeah. And that can, you know, that can lead to not having intimacy. Not mm, That can affect your true. sex life. That can true. affect all these things just stem from unforgiveness. So, um, beloved, we want you guys to, to walk in, in, in forgiveness. Um, I, I want to throw this one in there, the, the playing the scenes over and over. Oh, Man, if you're still talking about something somebody did to you five years ago and how they hurt you and how they harmed you, is that's that's an, that's an unforgiveness. And, and you got to let it go. And, and one of the things we in courage is to reframe the story. Uh, the inability to, to reframe means you're giving that person so much power That's right. in your life. You're giving them the power of what they did, but you're giving them power over your emotions. You're giving them power over your feelings. You're giving that person so much power. And so you want to release them from that so they don't have that authority and power over you. Hey, you know, let me say this. Isaac and I do counseling and coaching. Let me say, we also get counseling and coaching. That's right. That's right. And uh, one of the things my therapist, our therapist has said to us before is, what story are you telling yourself? Oh, that's good, Jackie. Go with it. (laughs) You know, hey, I'm, I ask, I just ask you what you're doing on the computer. Are you looking at on the computer? What you, what you think I said? Like, I wasn't trying to accuse you of cheating, lying, stealing, or trying to embezzle money from the National Bank. I said, just what you was looking at because you look your intent. What did you tell yourself in those five seconds that made you get nasty and upset or yell? What, you know, and I'm just using that example because it's just a simple something you can use that can happen in day to day life. And if you don't get control over your emotions and your feelings and begin to tell yourself a different story, then things can go really sideways really fast. The stories we tell ourselves yeah. that this person doesn't like me, this person isn't for me, when in fact we don't know, we, right. we're not aware. And when you're in unforgiveness, you're going to tell yourself the worst case scenario. So be be careful. Be careful, with, be careful with that. I want to uh, d- delve into what effects does unforgiveness have on the brain? Um, We listed before the thing where we keep retelling the same story. That's called rumination, where we keep on, we keep reinforcing the negative emotion we have with somebody. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. And now every time somebody cuts you off, you go to this deep, dark place because you've told yourself a story. I'm going to be late for work or I could have been killed in this accident or, right. or, or just, just these nasty things. Instead of saying, instead of saying, Hey, I survived that storm. Hey, I lived through that accident. It's just the way you begin to tell yourself that story. Another one is diminished memory. You know, we begin to, um, remain stressed out for long periods of time. We forget, um, what happened in that? Mm-hmm. What what actually happened? And you keep retelling yourself some of the negative sides, and you kind of forget. Hey, I did. You know, I did turn right before they hit me, and avoided death or imminent danger. One of the other things that I think is very important is separating what somebody did 
from the person. That's right. We're not the sum total of the things that we do. And we're, we're not, we're definitely not perfect people. That's we're right. going to offend. We're going to sin. We all fall short of his glory. And I think it's important, particularly in your relationship, uh, is that Jackie has no bad will towards Isaac, that she doesn't have bad intentions. Could she, does she have the ability to hurt my feelings? Does she have the ability to wound me? Yes, not intentionally. So we have to separate out a person's actions, not, not to excuse them, but separate that out from the person. I know who Jackie is. I know she loves me. I know she cares about me. She's just not a perfect person and neither am I. So separating that thing out and not lumping together the fact that somebody offended or wounded you and make that the sum total of who they are. So guys, you know, we've talked about unforgiveness. We've talked about resentment. Um, just want to share this, this small story before when, while we're closing. Um, the Bible it says in Matthew 9, in those first eight chapters, Jesus was healing a, he was healing a man. A man was paralyzed. And so um, Jesus makes this statement. He, he asked the man, you know, he says, you're forgive. Well, he says to the man, you're forgive. Then he heals the man. And so the religious folk said, um, who is this? Who does he think he is? And he asked them a question. Is it more powerful that I forgave him or that I healed him? And so um, what he was declaring there was something awesome to me. I, I love this as a theologian. He was declaring himself as, as God, the power to forgive and the power to heal. Uh, I believe the more powerful thing he did was heal. No, it was forgive. I'm sorry. The most powerful thing that Jesus did was forgive. The most powerful thing That's we right. can do is forgive. And guess what, beloved? He gives us that power. We have the power and the authority to forgive, to let go. And so um, I'm encouraging you this week, and, and, and Jackie's going to make a challenge to you, but to get with yourself, to get with yourself. No, let's not focus on our spouse quite yet, but let's get with ourselves because you have the power and the authority, just like Jesus did, to forgive, to let go, That's really to, to wipe the slate clean. And not just for the person, but for yourselves to walk in holiness. So t tell us, Jackie, tell us about this challenge as, as we close out. What we'd like for you to do is write down a few things that you're not forgiving yourself for. If there, there's things that there's happened. You know, what, what do you need to give, forgive yourself for? Write those two or three things down. Then get in the mirror every morning and forgive yourself for those things that you need to forgive yourself for. Yeah. And hey, if you can, if you want to share, if you like to share, hit us at marriageuncut.com or DM us on Facebook, um, Isaac McGimsey or Jackie McGimsey. Um, we have Latanya Garrett or Kat Garrett. You can and DM them too. But um, slide in our DM. Let us know how that worked for you. We don't have to share that with anybody. That's just something we can just kind of have together. But if there's something that you need to forgive yourself for, take time this week. Start today, start tomorrow morning, start tonight. Write down a piece of paper, two or three things, get in the mirror every morning or afternoon and say, I forgive myself for whatever you've written on that paper. Family, remember, forgiveness is a habit. And we thank you for taking the time with us. Next week, we'll be talking about how to 
not only just forgiving yourself, but then how do you forgive others? We're going to delve in, finish this thing off in a powerful way. And so we look forward to seeing you next week on Toast to Love. Bye-bye.